Well, I want to talk with you this morning about uh, something that Pastor Chris Ball actually spoke on, I believe it was last Thursday night. And uh, he just touched on it. And I want to build on what he said. I actually had this message, and, and, uh, um, and so uh, it was kind of cool that he did that. And I just want to kind of elaborate more on what, what Pastor Chris had to say. And, it's, uh, and if I had a title for it, it would have to be, you got to do something to get something. You got to do something to get something. And it has to do with blind Bartimaeus. Let's just pray. Father, bless this word. We trust you to enlarge it in our hearts because we want all that you have for us. In Jesus' matchless name we pray. Amen. You can follow. I have a couple power. I have some scriptures and a few PowerPoints in a moment I'm going to share with you. But um, I didn't put this scripture up for some reason, Only probably because I'm going in between it and, and it might be a little confusing at times. It's Mark chapter 10. Mark chapter 10. So if you have your device or your Bible, you might want to open up to that. Mark chapter 10, and we're talking about Bartimaeuse. That's the Italian name for him, but it's actually Bartimaeus. Um, so Mark chapter 10, and it's starting, I think it's 46, we're going to be starting with. Mark 10, 46. So it says, then they came to Jericho. Jericho was one of those questionable towns, you know. As Jesus and his disciples together with a large crowd were leaving the city, a blind man named Bartimaeus was sitting by the road and he was begging. Now, I want to stop here for just a moment. This doesn't have anything, I'm not, this is, doesn't necessarily connect to this particular scripture, but I just want to share something with you, and that is when we pray, when we're believing God, even through difficult times, and we all go through them, you go through them as young men and women, and you'll go through them as uh, adults and older adults, it's just part of life. We do this thing, and God creates our character from this, and he meets us in ways that we never thought he would or could but he does, and so because we have a human condition and we go through human stuff, this, uh, the enemy wants to try to convince us of something, and that is the enemy wants to get us to a place where somehow it's like we're begging God for help. I've got to beg you to do something. And when you're in enough pain, whether that's emotional pain or whether that's physical pain, if it's not happening exactly when you think it should or when you think it should, then you're, you know, you're going, God, I'm begging you now. I'm begging you. i got to admit, I've done that. But he wants us, the enemy wants us to think that's, well, that's what we have to do. Every time we come to God, i got to beg him. That's a lie. We don't have to beg God for anything at all. Psalms uh, chapter 5, you, don't have to, you can write it down if you care. Psalms 5, 11 through 12, it says, David says, O Lord, you surround them with a shield of what? What would you think? You surround them with a shield of what? What's that? Fire? fire? That's pretty good. I like that. Shield of fire. Uh, you know, I know your, your neurometers are kind of not operating a whole lot here this morning, so hold on for it. He surrounds them with a shield of love. A shield of love. We don't have to beg God for anything. He loves us. And the enemy can take that. 
When we come to him, God loves us. Does your father, does the people that love you most give you all that you want when you want it in the way you want it? No, man. Got a they're going, nope, 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 nope. Me either. Would you like that to happen, though? <laughs> We'd be a bunch of spoiled little Christian people. God surrounds us with love, and, and, and that love is very, very real. Uh, Matthew chapter 7 says, so if you being sinful know how to give good gifts to your children, well, how much more is your heavenly Father going to give you good gifts if you're just asking? Now, God doesn't always give me what I want and when I want it. I've prayed multiple endless times for God to do a specific something in a specific way. It doesn't happen right then, and sometimes it doesn't happen at all. A lot of times it does. But there are times it does not. Um, how many have ever seen The Princess Bride? Come on. Get used to disappointments, okay? <laughs> um, sometimes we are disappointed. But it doesn't mean I'm disappointed in God. But the enemy wants you to think that because God didn't do what you felt he needed to do in that hour... He doesn't love you, and he's not going to meet you, and he must be a cruel God. He's not a cruel God. He's a loving God. And I trust him any day of the week, even through the times that it hasn't, even through the times still, I pray, multiple, endless times. I'm thinking of one specific issue in my life when it has to do with family, and uh, I don't see a lot of hope. This has been years and years and years. It's sorrowful. It's been a, a trail of tears. But I'll go to the grave saying, God is good. And God is righteous. And God is able to do exceedingly abundant beyond all that we could ask or think. Some of you in this room who have gone through very difficult times, some of you came out of a drug background. When people said to you, they were probably picking the prison you were going to be in. Some of you probably, some of you have been. Some would say, never, no way in the world. Look at you now. You're at Elam Bible Institute in college. The enemy had said, you're never going to make it. And here you are right now. You're succeeding. You're men and women of God. The enemy is a liar. And Jesus is Lord. I'm telling you, that's the truth. We don't have to beg God. We ask God by faith. And it's up to God to give. I'll tell you something he gave you. You woke up this morning. Your limbs operate. You're breathing. You know, you, you, you're, you're not laid out horizontally. You breathe. You know, you, you're able to interact. You have youth. You have vigor. You, you're able to do wonderful things. Life is right at your disposal. That's a good thing from God. It is a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord, to sing his praises. Old song, sorry. So... These are the things that, that God has for us. Let me go on here in uh, Mark 10. When he heard that it was Jesus, this is Barnabas, when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, Nazareth he began to very quietly and timidly, timidly say, Jesus, son of David, could you please help me? I'm in need. I'm reading it wrong, aren't I? Y'all say it together. He said, What? That was your cue. 
We're going to say it together. Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Ready? Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. He's screaming it out. The Messiah's coming down the road. This might be my last chance. I'm here and he's done great, wonderful miracles. I'm in great need. I, I, I'm finding that I, I, I am de um, debilitated here. And I'm going to take my, my chance with him uh, because I hear what he's done. And I believe he can do it to me. The blindness could be multiple endless things in our lives that we struggle with. And we all do. The man was determined, young men and women. He was desperate, but he was tenacious. I'm not going to let it go. But they're telling him, you know, psst, 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 be quiet, you know. Then he goes on, listen, listen. I mean, they're telling him, in just a moment, you're going to say, they're going to shut up. Don't you know that God Almighty in the flesh is walking down the street here? Just be quiet. You just, you just get put in your place. Go get your little cup and get there on the corner and quiet. goes on, from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven was subject, kingdom of heaven has been subject to violence. And if you look at that word, it means grabbing, taking it, grabbing it, and pulling it near you. It's been that kind of a thing. And violent or grabbing people have to take it by force. They have to seize it. They have to pull it near them. You know, it's, it's, it's the thing we have to do in order to get what it is that we want. You got to do something to get something. I know a lot of people that are saying, I'd rather not do, I'd rather get. Can I get without doing? Do it or not. There is no try. <laughs> I saw you girls on Facebook out there with those lightsabers. I don't know who it was. Raise your hands. <laughs> Hannah, I know Hannah was out there. Hannah, you did the, you did the, they caught you on video. I thought you were, this is a female Jedi knight out there. I mean, you got, and it was pretty cool because of the snow and everything. It was, I thought, wow, is a light show going on here or something? We do or do not, there is no try. Okay, that's not the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> That's some little fellow that said that with pointy ears. But unless I do something, I'm not going to get nothing. I got to grab this thing that I want. Well, it's, well, what if it doesn't happen when I think it should? It didn't happen, doctor. It didn't happen. You don't know what's going on in the heavenlies. You don't know what God is constructing in the backdrop. You don't know what God's doing. He said, I will never leave you, and I will never forsake you. He's got good things for us because he loves us. The kingdom, the whole kingdom part, when they speak of that, the kingdom is, is, is a reign, all of God's reign. It's, it's his royalty. It's the rule that he has. It's all the power that he possesses. It's his complete and absolute presence. That's the kingdom of heaven, where he is. It can't be received passively. 
Jesus, I'm believing you that you would do this today. And if you don't want to, because I know there's some other people out there, you, you probably take a lot of requests throughout the course of the day, and I may not be really worthy today because I had a hard time. So why don't you help all of them? And if you have some time left over, God, please give me a couple crumbs. Baloney! God wants to help you and meet you now, in the now. It's, uh, you know, you can't take it passively. I want all of you. Well, we didn't have that. Gabriel, when I first got here, I've only been here since the uh, 1st of June we came up. We, um, he had this football game you all played, which was canceled because of, thank you, COVID. And I think you called it, the, what is it, the Dr. A Super Bowl or something? Yeah, which never happened. Kind of like the Ravens never happened this year. Okay, so um, I would like, you know, I want to see you young guys and gals. I think the guys play and then the girls play. Is that what it is? Two two separate games. So um, I want to see you play that game passively. Give me that thing I touched you. No, I'm not going to. I'm not going to knock you down. I'm not going to hit you or anything. Give it to me. Why? Why don't you chase me and try to get it? No, I wonder right now. I'm not a violent person. This passive, you can do it. I mean, you just, I've seen video of this kind of stuff. You hurt one another. <laughs> you, you, you know, guys are out there, ooh, 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 testosterone out their ears. Ooh, 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 ooh. You know, they're just kind of, you know, banging one another, hitting one another. Girls are better, but not a lot. <laughs> Passively, you stepped on my toe. We'll have no more of that. God wouldn't have that. Now, let me score. Move out of the way. You got to score. You got to earn it to get it. If you want it bad enough, I mean, you saw the football players on, uh, was it Saturday, Sunday? Sunday they were playing, I guess. You know, they, they beat one another. They, they're taking them out in carts and stuff. I want this thing. I want it. It's not designed for passivity, but rather for the aggressive through their faith. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6 says this. It's impossible to please God. Without faith. It's impossible to please God you came to Jesus by faith. Did you see God? Was he there in a gigantic form? Did, uh, did the place set, be set on fire? Uh, did all of a sudden you hear these voices, oh, this is God, and I want to save you. I want to set you free from all of the bad stuff you are. I mean, did, did he just kind of roll in here like some massive power? I mean, did you see God physically? You did not. By faith... See, the Holy Spirit moved on you, and by faith you believed his word. If we confess our mouth and believe in our heart, and you did that, and you received Christ into your heart, you did something, and you received something. Right? Preach your brother, right? Amen. You got to do it. And uh, it says, uh, it's impossible to please God because he that comes to God must first know that he is, that he exists. Well, if you do that, I believe you exist, God. Uh, you know... Times I've questioned time, oh God, I just wish you'd answer all my prayers. I do too, but without faith it's impossible to please him because he that comes to God must first believe that he is, and then he is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. I got a seeking 
to be rewarded? Is it because he's going, you got to seek me, you're not getting anything unless you just seek me. It's, God's not that narcissistic. God's saying, I want you to seek me because I'm in love with you. And the more you seek me, the more we grow together. And the more we amalgamate together, the more I am in you and we fellowship and your life begins to take a turn to where when the enemy tries to destroy you and hit you and knock you down, you can stand there for, regardless of what's going on. He's a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. I've been rewarded. I mean, God, I've seen God do great things. And then again, I've, you know, I've asked for the reward and it didn't quite come the way that I, I want it. But it doesn't make any difference. I've, you've heard me say this before. There's nowhere else to go. He's the only one that has the words of life. I love him. Explicitly and radically. Um, it's a, it, it, it is a passionately forceful seeking of God. In order to get something, I do something. The kingdom is founded on God's complete work and for our behalf. All of what God is, is yours. But we equate that sometimes in just things. I know some of you are believing God for tuition and those things. For those of you who are believing God, we're believing God with you, by the way. We'll do everything we can to help you. But the fact is... Ever since the school was open, and other Bible colleges, there are young men and women who are believing God for the same thing. God, you've got to come through. He's often the God of the 11th hour. It just takes us that long. You know, do we do, we do our own thing more than we seek him and talk to him? Well, we do. All of us do. It's not that we don't love him. Your tuition, you know, faith without works is dead. So, of course, we do some things. and uh, We do what we can. We do all that we can to, to make that happen and be responsible. But you're, the, the ultimate amount of that and God being here is up to God. And he's done miraculous things throughout the years. So be expecting that, okay? Be expecting to come through. But if you're sitting back, I think it was Brother Tim Case who said, was, <laughs> I don't know, he kind of said, some of you are lazy, you got to get up, you got to do some stuff. And they say he went to th- through three categories, which is pretty cool. But, hey, look, if you're not doing anything and you're expecting something, you, you, know, you know, it might not happen. If, if, if it's within your means to do something. If it's not, then we trust God. Um, and, and, and here's the deal. God's work always produces a response in us. It always does. Go. Oh, okay. No, no, don't go. Don't go. Listen. listen. No, 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 don't listen to this. Okay, okay, I'm not going to do it. That's my response to that thing. Well, move in this direction. Fine, doing that, it's great. Now, don't move in that direction. Just move in this direction because that thing's kind of bad for you. Okay, uh, that's my response to that. Uh, respond in this area. Don't respond in this area. You're going to grieve here. You're going to rejoice here. You're going to believe here. That's your response. It, 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 there's emotional aspects of this as well. Um, you know, uh, responding in emotional ways. Uh, weep with those that weep and rejoice with those that rejoice. If somebody's weeping, you don't go, ha, <laughs> ha. Come on, let's go out and play some ball. Because they're hurting. And you know, that's not the time for that kind of thing. God's presence always demands a response. Bartimaeus, son of David, have mercy on me. 
There was a need he had. I am blind. I am in a very difficult way. His response was, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And the answer was that he saw in that particular case. Need equals response equals answer. Let me share something with you here in 2 Chronicles chapter 5, verses 11 through 14. I'll just say it real quick. Here's the Levites, and they had the musicians, and they stood on the east side of the altar. Now, the east side of the altar is kind of interesting because if you look at Ezekiel's vision, he talks about the glory of the Lord being on the east side. I don't know, I'm not east from the west here. That's south, I don't know. It was on the east side, okay? There's something about the east side and the glory of God. And they were all dressed in fine linen, and they're playing cymbals and harps and lars, and, and uh, uh, they were accompanied by 120 priests sounding trumpets. And the trumpeters and the musicians joined in unison to give praise and thanks to the Lord, accompanied by trumpets and cymbals and other instruments, and the singers raised their voices in praise to the Lord and sang. Um, a specific thing, I'll get, to, get that into a minute. So what they're happening is they're bringing the ark in. And this is a need because they're realizing the ark means a whole lot to us. I mean, Israel had gone through it. They've gone through some difficult, hard times. This is a big deal. They had a need. They always had needs. And they're bringing this ark in, and, 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 and the tablets were in the ark. And uh, they said, when this happened, that was the need. And then they said, he is good, his love endures forever. They began to give a response to this. They were doing something. There's the ark, that's great, but we still have issues. And, and we're going to worship him and praise him in the interim. And then it says, when they did that, check this out. When they did that, temple of the Lord was filled with the cloud. Wow. And the priests could not perform their services because the cloud and the glory of the Lord filled the temple of God. They couldn't even do their thing. They didn't have to. They had the glory of the Lord there. It substituted everything. Everybody's got a pause on them because God now and his glory is filling the whole temple, the answer. Had a need, there was a response. When there was a response, there was an answer. God met these people. They experienced the glory of the Lord. God's presence demands a response. It changes the atmosphere. Young men and women, um, when, um, when you, this past week, the week of prayer, uh, it, was, it was long, you know, but you, I tell you what, the last night, Am I, oh, I was just so blessed. Just so blessed in watching you and seeing the presence of God on you and people dancing, people praising, people headbanging, people. I mean, it was like, uh, it was, it's been a while since I've seen that. It was just really, really fantastic. And, and what happened was there was praise in this place. Where there was praise and where there was people Praying in the spirit, there were people praying in another tongue. People were, were worshiping God, and some things happened, and it happened the night before. We changed the environments. And when you change the environment with God, good things are going to happen. you got to do something to get something. God, you know, I'm going I'm to share this in just a moment. I'm going to wait for this, but there was, there was a... Uh, this last week I talked with a couple people with, with, who had anxiety issues and, and we went through a couple exercises and when they did the exercises they began to feel a little better and uh, because you do something to get something that's the way it is in all of what we do I mean I'd like to believe God to translate me to Rochester 
I got to go to Florida in a couple weeks to do some business here for the school. I'd like them to just translate me. I don't feel like going to Rochester maybe when it's snowy. I don't even know where to park my car. I'm used to BWI in Baltimore. I don't know where I'm going. I know where, I'm, where the airport is. I'd rather him just translate me. He's able to do it. <laughs> I'd love it. But the great likelihood I'm going to have to put the pedal to the metal on some snow or something, go to the airport, get in the airplane and fly down to that place. Something I got to do in order to get something that we need. So you guys you, by virtue of your faith, change this atmosphere. When you change the atmosphere, you change the trajectory of the enemy. The enemy wants you imprisoned and he wants you rusted up so that somehow, well, that was then and I'm just praying now and this will be, you know. Don't let him do that to you. That which God has given you, you massage that thing and every time you do, God will meet you. If not, then it's, you know, the scripture says, God is my buckler and God is my strength. Sometimes we make him, God is my butler and God is my strength. I don't need a butler, I need a God. So I got to do something to get something. So when you change, you could change, change the atmosphere wherever you're at, in your dorm. I don't care where it is, bad news, tough stuff. You go out, you go into the hallway, you go into the restroom, you walk outside, whatever. You begin to lift your hands, you begin to praise, you begin to pray in the spirit. I'm telling you, that is some of the best medication you're ever going to take. It works. Um, <clears throat> Acts chapter 16, verse 25 and 26. I'll read it real quick. About midnight, Paul and Silas were praying, and they were singing hymns to God. They're in prison. It's not a time to sing hymns. It's a time to bite your fingernails and wonder how you're getting out of this. I got a rough time, God. They're singing praises in the jail. And the other prisoners were listening to them. And suddenly, would you say that word with me? One more time. God has a PhD in the suddenlies. Out of nowhere, all of a sudden, you've been praying. And it's not happening quite the way you think. You were hoping it would do something. Enemies beating you up somehow thinking it's not really going to go the way. Bam! Suddenly. Suddenly. God all of a sudden shows up in a way that you never thought he would. Suddenly. Just like that. But what these guys did, they never stopped the recipe. The recipe is I'm worshiping and praising you. Not just to get something, but because I'm in love with you. And your love is encompassing every atom on my body. And suddenly, he shows up. I've had God show up suddenly. I'll give you one suddenly. I was pastoring in uh, Delaware. Uh, I left here, we're pastoring in North Carolina. Yeah, stuff happened. I'm in Delaware now. And, I, I'm, you know, they were going through a difficult time because it was a large church. But when I got there, the people were leaving. Boom, boom, boom. I thought it was me. I didn't know what it was. But people were just kind of leaving the church. Well, there was two splits before that. And so everybody's leaving. Oh, Pastor, this has nothing to do with you. Shake my hand. We're not coming back next Sunday. It has nothing to do with you. After about 100 of those, you're going, Bleh. You know, I know I didn't do anything. I just got here. <laughs> but uh, you begin to think, wow. And so things were rough. We had to redo the whole thing. It was, it was a big, long thing. The th so the thing is, uh, we were in some desperate shape financially. And so uh, we can only do what we can do. We're hoping. We're praying, 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 nothing, nothing. Praying, 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 nothing, nothing, nothing. Praying, praying, praying. And all of a sudden, sudden, 
all of a sudden, some months later, when the enemy is saying, well, you're not convinced, but you're going, there's a part of you going, maybe I just won't pray this anymore. We'll just change the trajectory and pray another prayer. I get this package. My secretary brings it to me. I'm not sure, Debbie, whether you were the, were you the secretary? Okay, so my wife, my beautiful wife, brings this box from New Jersey, I think. And so I'm opening, I look at this box, and I'm going, what is this box? It's about this big. So I rip it open, and then there's some, you know, some, uh, I don't know, there's some uh, paper there, and this little note cryptid that they cut out the letters. It's like I'm in a James Bond movie or something. You know, and they cut these things out and the different colored letters and all this stuff. And I'm looking at this, I'm going, what is this? And so in my pastoral study, there was a window, two windows on the side and one on the front. And I'm looking out the window. I'm getting kind of paranoid. It's like, what is this? <laughs> is something going on? And I dug through there and there was these two rolls of brand spanking new, like they were made that morning, $100 bills in gigantic rolls. I think it was like twelve, fifteen thousand dollars worth of one hundred. Now I'm looking at the window because I'm thinking something's going down. <laughs> Somebody's setting me up. <laughs> we got brand. And I mean, they were brand new. I'm thinking somebody there's a mafiosa made these things this morning or something. But I hope they can spend quick. <laughs> we had money that helped us out suddenly through the mail. Brand new dollar bills from New Jersey where the mafia hangs out. I don't know what happened. They didn't say where it came from. Why? They said, this is for the church. So I gave them to the elders. And suddenly, I'm telling you, young men and women, God's going to do some stuff. you got to change the environment. It's things that you do. And suddenly, then the earthquake happened and they were released. The need was the prison. They were there. We have a need here. The response was we began to worship and sing hymns. And the answer was the doors came open. God will do the same thing in your life. I want to show a couple pics here. Uh, uh, could you show that first pic, please? Um, David? That is an inspirational picture. Thank you. How many are inspired by that? <laughs> One person going... By faith, man, I'll, I'll just do it. You know, I don't know. I want you to look at that dog, and I want you to call that dog anxiety. Anxiety strikes a lot of us, some of you here more than others. You've got to do something to get something, right? So how many have ever been chased by a dog before? Mm -hmm. How many out of that said it ended up being not a very pleasant experience? Okay. Because how many ran from that dog? You're going, the normal thing, going, I got to get out of here, okay? So several of you. Dogs naturally chase things that run. It's, they're in, it's embedded in them. You run, I'm after your ankles. That's what they do. The normal thing to do, dog coming, me running. It's natural. So he, then he tries to bite you. That happened to me when I, Debbie and I were first saved. I'm at a, I'm at a uh, you know, it was a Jehovah's Witness church. I wasn't in it. I was just jogging around because I did some jogging back then, and, and it was a big parking lot. And you know, I'm, I'm, you know, just feeling pretty good. We didn't even have any children in the whole thing. Whoopee! Um, so, I'm all of a sudden I see this um, rock waller coming at me. 
And, I'm, and quickly in my head, I'm going, oh, no, it, that can't be. Uh, he's coming up on me. I'm thinking, what do I do? He's a rock waller. The, the dog's got to know that I'm scared. So I'm thinking, i got to run. And then but I quickly thought, if I run, he'll kill me because he's faster than I am. He's already So they had these steel lights in the uh, parking lots. So I got this sweat you know, uh, jacket on. You kind of, you, 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 it's kind of tight around you so you can retain your sweat. And so I start climbing up this pole, steel pole. I was younger then, so I could get up. And I'm climbing, 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 climbing. Climb, 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 climb. Well, at that time, he's down there doing this. No, 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 no. Go back to the other one. Okay, go back to the other one. Oh, that's the first one, right? Okay, thank you. So, no, 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 no. And I knew the end. One of my appendages is going to come off. I'm not exactly sure what it is, but something's going to be eaten up. Big teeth. And so I'm, I, I'm maybe good for one more climb. And so I'm going, oh, God almighty. Please do a quick thing. Oh, I'll be honest with you. I wasn't worshiping. <laughs> I really wasn't worshiping. There was other things going on in my body, but it wasn't that. And so I'm climbing, and then there's somebody come out of the house, and I go, oh, and they take the dog back, and I go, what are you doing here? I said, I'm sorry, sorry, man. I was just jogging. He says, don't ever come back here again. I said, I will never be back here again, ever. And I never did. You see, um, so the dog, here's the thing. There's anxiety right there, and that's you. I feel anxious, or I feel something's going on in my, I, and so I run. Every time you run, the dog's, that anxiety is going to chase you. There's only one way to get rid of this. Some of you have a genetic propensity for it. Some of you struggle with it. Some of you struggle less. Next picture. Boom. You, take, you just face it. I was in the Air Force. I had a dog there. I was a, a military policeman, and then we had a, had a shepherd, and I didn't like him, and he didn't like me. And, uh, and we knew it, <laughs> and he would normally win. So, but they taught us a couple things. They said, when, it, when a dog comes at you, you never run from it for the reason that I just gave. You stand and you face it, because all of a sudden when you face the animal, it's a whole new perspective for him. You're running, he's got you. I got you. You turn, you stand, you drop your arms, they go. And then second picture. Oh, sorry, there it is. <laughs> And now those standing, notice what they're doing. They're barking. Is he chasing you? They're not chasing you. And all of a sudden you find when you do that, you just back up a little bit slowly, but you, you don't look them in the eyes. Sometimes you just go to the side. Because they see the thinner part of you, they, they can't figure it all out. They just know things have changed. And so you just back up a little bit. And the more you back up, the more, and then what I'm saying is, that could be through deep breathing, that could be through expelling uh, slowly, that could be, and as you're worshiping, as you're believing God, but every time you run, you're going to lose, just like David had to what, Goliath? Had to face him. You're going to have to face things, young men and women, and when you do, you're not going to lose. Even if it looks like it doesn't, it doesn't look good, God is going to see you through. You have to change the trajectory of all of us. You do something in order to get something. I'm going to bring this to a close. So they're, you know, they're saying, you know, he, get out of here, be quiet. And then all of a sudden Jesus is bringing them in. And then now they're pretty nice. Oh, you know, the people who are t- saying, y- you're nothing. Just be quiet. Now they're going, oh, now be, be happy. I want you to get on your feet now. The, the master's calling you. Now maybe I can take you up. Maybe he'll notice me too. Now it's everything, all the dynamics have changed. And then the nine most beautiful words together you're going to see in the scripture. Jesus says, 
what do you want me to do for you? Now, that's awesome. What if he said that to you and you're hurting? What do you want me to do for you? I would imagine you have a litany list. Well, I got a whole list here, God, of things I'd like you. What do you want me to do for you? And he said, he was very definitive. I want to see. I want to see. He was definitive. He was explicit. He was direct. He was straightforward with his, his request. Psalms 46, you got to believe it. God is my refuge and God is my strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, I will not fear, though the earth be removed and carried into the midst of the sea. I will trust God. I'm desperate, whatever it is, I'm going to believe God. I'm going to change the atmosphere that I'm in. I'm going to trust God for something wonderful. And immediately, he said his, his sight was um, rest, uh, restored. Um, I want to ask you a question. Are you passive or are you forceful today? Are you passive or are you forceful with God? When you ask God, do you believe he's going to do it? Yes, I'll, I'll agree. All of us would want that to happen right then. I, I know that. But God does the suddenlies, and it's all about relationship, and it's about his love for you and what he is going to see you through in. And it's about, um, it's about uh, need equals response equals answer. So I want you to stand to your feet if you could. We're going to do something, and nobody's going to hear you specifically. <clears throat> we're going to end this, but we're going to pray. And here's what I want you to do. On the count of three, you're all going to disappear. No, I'm only kidding. On the count of three, I want you to lift your hands and call out your need to God. You can call it out a couple times if it's personal and very private, you know, and then you just see it in your mind, okay? But I want you to call it out to God. As you're lifting your hands, I want you to call it out to God. And when we are done with that, we're going to enter into just a 60 seconds of praise. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna change the trajectory and we're going to change the atmosphere to say, this is my need. I am going to respond. And I'm looking for an answer because you love me. How many are willing to do that, huh? How many are willing to do it? Ready? Ready? I'm going to count to three. You're going to lift your hands. You're going to cry that need out. And then we're going to immediately begin to praise. One, two, and three. Oh, come on. Let's give him worship now for a moment. Come on. Yes, Lord. Come on, I want you to pray just for a moment. Pray and, and speak in tongues. If you've been baptized in the Holy Spirit, and some of you have, speak in another tongue. Worship him. Sing to him for a moment. Lord, we are believing you for this. And we are trusting you for this. What do you want me to do for you? And we said it, Lord. We said it and we believe it, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, our loving, 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 loving Father God. Oh, Padre, Padre, si presobro ni. Oh, God, Lord Jesus, we're trusting you and we're believing you. And we thank you because in order to get it, we've got to do something. And we're doing that now, God. I pray that these young men and women, this day and throughout this week, will take the time in order to change the environment and to begin to worship and praise no matter what situation they're in. And like Paul and Silas, you will release them from that prison
When is up to you, but you do it, and suddenly the glory of the Lord shows up. And as a result, Father, we are met, and God, we are strengthened. In Jesus' name, and everybody said, amen. Bless you all. Have a wonderful lunch.